Hello and welcome to Vitamins for Breakfast, the podcast that aims to feed your soul and create connection through conversation. This is episode four of Diversity Beyond Borders with Jack. On today's episode, we will be discussing mental health, spirituality, and the importance of self-love. Let's get started. But how do you feel about like mental health issues now that are also a big topic of conversation where because suicide is is so prevalent and because we have people who are suffering from anxiety, like you said, or depression. How do you feel about about those those instances where people you know might come to you and say, well, I'm feeling depressed? Yeah, I think they're very real. Um, I also know that, you know, suicide in men is extremely high. And, you know, an obvious case of that is why is because these men don't know how to speak about their emotions or even in a sense process these emotions because of what's gone on in society or the way their parents have raised them or this kind of thing is. So that's why it's so important to like get in touch with your emotions in a sense of like just seeing what they're telling you. Because sometimes the most like Eckhart Tolle, who we're talking about, he was like, on the verge of killing himself if not he'd already attempted it so he's but now he's like a walking yoda who's like you know is is just channeling from elsewhere and it's like they always say that a lot of anxious people have a strong spirit in them but it's kind of like society has pushed them in their brain into thinking so logically because our brain is you know the google exec in 2012 said every two days a human receives more data than they did from the start of humanity to 2012. So that whole period of humans, you know, when we were first put on this earth to 2012, we received that amount of data every two days now. So it's like, we're so limited and um, in this kind of matrix of what our brain is trying to think and do and what we should say and shouldn't say and all this, you know, it, all this shit talk really, where the, these people's spirit in them is trying to break free and that can cause anxiety and depression and, you know, and also people have gone through some shit that no kid should go through or no adult should go through. And if that's the case, then you need to speak out to someone or, you know, find a way that you can allow this negative and dark energy out of your body because it is we are all made of atoms. We are all made of energy. You need to get a way, a healthy way to release that energy out into the universe and away from you. And I think the process of doing that and the steps in doing that is a variety, but that will help you be freer. And then once you release that dark energy in you, it's kind of like a water bottle. If it's filled up with Ribena, which is necessarily dark energy, there's no room for water. Mm. But then as soon as you kind of pour some of that out, you can let some, you can start filling it out with water. If you just look at it very um, systematically in the sense that like if someone is hit, if a, if a parent hits their child, that has anger coming from the parent, going through their hand and slapping that kid in the mm. face, they energetically absorb that anger. And if not dealt with, they, that anger stays inside of them and then eventually has to come out in different forms of maybe expressing, mm. which is taking drugs and injecting heroin or mm. being super aggressive and joining a gang and being mm. you know, taken in the community in that way. And, and mm. this is where I think there's holes in the system, um, especially mm. with like crime and gang and, and this kind of things. And it's just kind of, I know we're going off onto loads of topics here, but. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, no, I 100% agree because I feel like 
there's so many gray areas and all these gray areas have happened because there's been only like a focus on power and and money and no matter who or what is in in the middle of that you know does it matter so i just think mm. that because money has been the focus instead of people the real human um experience is why we have so many gray areas and all these things that are falling in the in between the cracks you know like i'm saying we have foster care is an issue we have so many type of um issues where children are are being kept in cages here in america where at the border where it's just like we're not even talking about these things or there's just so many things that are happening that require exactly oh my god that one is like one of the biggest things and to top it off you know we have a leader here who is believed to be involved with that and that is the person leading our nation so it's very it's unsettling you know what i'm saying all of it is is very 100%. unsettling and 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 this is the reality we live in so i think that there's no coincidence that all this shit has been happening you know what i'm saying like 2020 has been such a pivotal year i don't see it as as bad as many people do i feel like a lot of good has come from this year despite all the the negative things as well mm no you know i agree I mean? even like trump i was kind of reading into this this guy that i was following story so i don't know too much i won't touch on it too much but he put up some really interesting points to because i've always been like fuck trump he's an idiot but then it's like the world maybe needed trump and america needed trump to allow space for what the new leader has to look like because it has to be basically the exact opposite and more consciousness. And I know he's done some good things for the economy and that kind of thing. I I think anyway, I don't know too much about it. But um I also know that you know sometimes you need that figure to realize how fucked up it is to to then allow room for a new leader. I think one thing I will say about Trump, although he is a piece of shit, um is that he doesn't hide it though. I think that's the only thing that I can respect is that yeah. he is he's really showing us what all these other presidents might have been like or might have done, but they did it behind closed doors and it's like now it's like hey, you know, all these leaders have been probably very racist, very disgusting, um were involved in really shady shit, um uh, but yeah. I'm just going to tell you cuz I don't I don't give a damn. So I think that he did like you said he caused a necessary shift that needed to happen. Mm. that I feel like is is still vital for the timeline the way things are going right now I think without without his interjection into the whole timeline we wouldn't be even where we are where we are right now which is I think a lot farther than we notice you know what I'm saying even though it feels like you know this has been years and decades of oppression or injustice or all these things um I think that now it's becoming a conversation that people are not letting up on though versus mm-hmm. like maybe a few years ago we would have talked about it and that would have been that but now I feel like there's actions behind our words now you know what I'm saying people are actually really getting together people are actually really trying to make a change invest in one another um uplift each other so it's just like there's so much good and even with the coronavirus you know with the with the infamous rona um <laughs> we are becoming we're becoming even more centered in that way. You know, a lot of us didn't take the time to do the things that we should have been doing until corona made mm. us Oh, I should probably drink more tea. I should probably take care of my health. I should probably yeah. cook for myself, you know what I'm saying? Like all these things. So it's just like I I see so much positives in this time. Yeah, and how many parents were like 
and have now spent time at home and realised how much of their kids' lives they're missing. They're like, fuck, yeah. I'm missing so much of my kids' lives when they thought mm. that's the norm because that's what their parents did to them. Right, right. Just do them in school and it's like, see you later. Yeah. See you at four o'clock. Or, and then oh, it's yeah, like, six and tuck you into bed and that's it. But yeah. I'm providing food for them mm -hmm. and then putting stuff on the table. But it's like, you are, but what's the sacrifice that you're missing with your kid's life and you're missing being mm. there as a source of love and, and information and just compassion and all those beautiful things for that kid yeah yeah and it's interesting because i think a lot of people now are like damn i really didn't know the work that it took to actually be a parent like i think hmm. people don't realize how much you know teachers and all these other people are so important in actually fostering your child's life and and um helping them become a functioning adult i think like yeah people, parents don't realize how much work actually goes into the whole equation the stay-at-home parent if anything i think has it harder like I mean, especially if you're conscious and aware, like the constant, not only having to raise these kids as much awareness as you can, so then you're battling yourself and the emotions that come up from them leaving toys out and then having to clean up and, you know, you know what I mean? And then cook dinner and keep it on. I mean, although, you know, it's a beautiful thing and, you know, you have such a powerful energy of love in there that you do these things, doesn't make it easy. Yeah absolutely um you are someone who's also an empath so you feel a lot and there's yeah. a lot of us out here the moment we, yeah you know what i'm saying we out here we out here <laughs> but now we, like, we really we really feel these things you know we feel like everything that's happening we feel it i feel like even more heightened you know like it filters through us in a different way like physically it hurts even just by us talking about this conversation i'm like having aches and pains like oh my god like these poor children or these people in yeah. psych wards like i really put myself through a roller coaster myself just even talking about Pleasure. it you know what i'm saying like because you just really feel mm. these um these people's emotions and you feel the trauma that they might have experienced um but how have you kind of balanced being an empath and also doing business because i think if someone is listening who is kind of like you in that way how do you balance that yeah i mean great question i think you know being this empath i only realized this since starting with my new mentor i've said i just, i sent him i just feel a lot of energy of people and he's like you're probably an empath bro and i was like really he's like and i was like oh that makes sense and then since then it's, it's, it's even having that awareness that i didn't have on that it's allowed me to then really understand whether this is my energy or theirs and if it is theirs for me in my uh, field of work like if a client is saying something but energetically i feel something different it's, it's a great tool because i can kind of absorb that energy and then allow the right questions to be asked to get to the source of where that energy i can feel is coming from but also a very important point which i've learned the hard way as well is that you have to kind of consciously bring awareness to the fact this is not your energy that you can feel it rather than absorbing it and then suddenly like taking on their anxiety and it making you anxious so it's like that fine line like kind of picture yourself you know in a big zip up bag and you can zip it up but you still feel the energy but it's not yours and in terms of business the first business I, w I didn't realize I was an empath and I was kind of a lot more you know just getting on with things focusing on the money and but now with this one, I feel like that is a powerful source in me that will help take, because I'm going to attract the right clients. I'm going to 
you know, meet the right people. I'm going to go off business deals based on how I feel intuitively as well as logically. But more importantly, I'm going to trust my intuition more, whether I think the person I'm speaking with and dealing with is a, is it honest and trustworthy and, you know, that kind of thing. So I think if anything, it's, it's a powerful tool to be used as long as you make sure that you use it in a positive way and don't allow it to use you in a sense because it, it can get overwhelming. Everything that we feel that is limiting us, can we can change our perspective on it and use it for for a benefit. You know what I mean? Hundred percent. Just and that's literally sometimes just a flick of a question that you mm. ask yourself. You know, you, mm. if you're playing a sport and the manager brings you off and you ask yourself, um, "Oh, why did I play so bad?" Then guess what? Your brain and your body will come up with all the reasons why you play bad. Mm. Oh, I'm not fit enough. Oh, you know, mm. I wasn't committed in that situation. But if you come off the pitch and you just say, "What can I do things to make sure that I'm, I get better?" And then yeah. guess what? Your mind and body will find all the things for you to do to get better. So it's such a yeah. powerful tool to ask yourself the right questions because like with your empath you you could be saying to yourself and sitting in a victim state of mm. oh god why do i feel so strongly why do i feel other people's pain but yeah. then why don't you ask yourself a more empowering question like how can i use the gift that i've been given to empower other people and get yes. them out of the pain that i can feel that they're in mm. yeah Yes. <laughs> no, no, honestly, that's that's that really is the truth because even when you say ask yourself the right question, because your mind and your body will literally have a physical reaction to your thought and how you mm -hmm. respond to the question that you might ask yourself. You know what I'm saying? Like if you if, Yeah. If, person tells himself well it's because i'm not fit then your whole body is literally chemically is also going to react to literally. what you're saying it's like oh well now you know i'm sluggish i'm a little fatigued i feel more tired now you know what i'm saying it's like we are our thoughts and even our body will respond to our thoughts which is that it's so hard because you want to be very careful now you want to make sure well let me not say something that would probably inflict something a reaction within my vessel you know what i'm saying like yeah um, you do you experience that where you try to monitor what you say to yourself um maybe you do affirmations where you like sit and say you know i am powerful i'm strong like what are you doing in that essence if you do yeah um, yeah of course i do i mean okay, I, I gotta add it. <laughs> well <laughs> every every thought i know has an energy so if I catch myself saying one thought that I don't like, I'm like, I bring awareness to it. And I'm like, okay, you know, of course it's gonna be thoughts, but like, it's getting a lot less. And I'm, I'm, I'm more operating from a higher consciousness based on the fact that I'm even aware that every thought that I have has some sort of energy and power. But mm -hmm. you know, in terms of every morning, the first thing I do is I meditate and then I go and do my morning ritual in the park, which is kind of a new thing with my mentor, which is like, um, you know, you try and unlock these different arcs. It is kind of bonkers, I ain't gonna lie, but the whole point <laughs> is that, you know, you unlock these different archetypes. So the whole point is doing love archetype, king archetype, um, magician, and a warrior. And an okay. archetype, for those people that don't know, is Yeah, I don't of, know. So it's like a, you know, we all have these different traits in us. Like right now you'll be flowing, you could be in your love archetype, you could be in your queen archetype, but then, mm -hmm. you know, maybe you're trying to get to work and you need to get there on time and you'll be in a more a warrior or you've got shit to do and you're sat down, you're like, hey, I'm gonna do this, boom, this glass of water, boom, and you're just getting it done. And then that like is a warrior archetype. And we all have these different ones. So the whole point with the park, 
um, is so part of that is a, my king ritual, my warriors. I say things to myself like, what are my gifts? And one of the gifts I say to myself is that I'm an empath, which mm. means I can feel people's pain and I can ask the right questions to heal that pain. Mm. And also another powerful one, which I heard, I think it's called the law of residence, but it's like the manifestation is like, okay, I, I want a seven figure business. But by you saying, I want a seven figure business, you're kind of giving the energy out there that you're chasing it. And by yeah. chasing it, it's running away from you. Mm. So it's good to ask you the law of residence is where you're saying, why do I already have a seven figure business? And you can even feel energetically by asking it, like, why do I have such close relationships? It's like, mm. oh snap. So I have them already in this moment. Ooh. And that's where manifestation works because it implies that the energy that you're operating now is with the energy that you attract. So if you're, if you don't feel like you have a seven-figure business then you of course you can still work to it and get it but it it just doesn't get attracted to you the right clients don't get attracted to you at the right time mm. but by saying why do i have a seven-figure coaching business it's kind of like well yeah why do i i mean it, do you know what i'm saying can you feel yes. it it's, yes it's because i definitely know what you're talking about i just don't think that maybe we say it the same but it's the same thing where it's like um when you say want you're kind of putting out like a lack of and like That's it's it. not here um but rather when you speak as if you already have it then you're coming from a place where your energy is more just kind of flowing through that versus like trying to bring it like i don't have it i need it i want it versus like yeah. i'm here you know what i'm saying and, and that's something like even as simple as like if you want to take a trip somewhere instead of like i want to take this trip somewhere why don't you actively look into what you would want that trip to look like where do i want to stay the places i want to see even if you don't even have the money to go there right now it's just getting yourself in that space of like when that time comes you know what you're going to be looking into you kind of like in a way moving ahead of the clock like you're yeah. you're moving ahead of the clock like it's the only thing that's in between you and what you want to manifest is time that's a, literally the only thing that's in between you and what you want to manifest is time so if you take the time that you have now which is all you have ever past or future all you have is now Literally. then just start like writing like in a way where you already have these things that's why i say scripting is something that people do um where they write things as if it's already here and how that would make them feel if it was already here like i feel happy that i have you know this condo because you know i get to do this and i love the view that i have i love the community i live in i love the my neighbors everyone is so nice. you know what i'm saying like people kind of yeah, step yeah. into that emotion from a place of like it's already here because we're already rich because we're alive like just because you might not have what this physical reality considers as rich you're still rich because you're here you know what i'm mm. saying and so if time people, is relative and 100 yeah. years ago you'd be really rich right now exactly so it's just like we need to step into that emotion like it's already here instead of this place of lack yeah so like if we have sixty thousand thoughts a day 90 percent of them are the same as yesterday this is like the average mm -hmm. person mm -hmm. so if you're having the same thoughts every day you're gonna have the same minutes the same hour the same day the same week the same month the same year and okay every year every couple months however long it is i don't know you might change a thought and you might have you know you might your 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 salary might increase every three years because maybe you have a couple of different thoughts but if you can change your thoughts every day to a more powerful one powerful one then your trajectory of your life is going to go through the window and like you said just by having the mission to get people asking different thoughts mm. you have now changed the percentage of those sixty thousand thoughts which there's the butterfly effect right it will change the trajectory yes. of their life because that kid 
might hear this podcast and then it might put them on the journey of they might hear the word meditation and then in six months one year two years however long it is it doesn't really matter they might come across this school of meditation and something is pulling them towards that mm. and that's all just a change from one thought mm. which is, is is powerful stuff you know it is it is and i think what i've accepted is that all i can do is play my role you know what i'm saying like all mm. i can do is play my role in the in the bigger picture of the entire universe and what and what it's trying to do all i can do is play my role because i might be that pivotal point in someone else's life you know what i'm saying like even you like doing talk your truth you don't know what that's going to come out to but you don't know what that might be in someone else's timeline you know what i'm saying yeah. like someone else's timeline might cross paths with your podcast and that's what leads them to be reach their higher self or access mm. something within themselves or become a millionaire we don't know what that is all i can do is play my role and whatever that might be in someone else's timeline you know what i'm saying so i think that um we need to just play our role and not fo not focus so much about like what that looks like and it does it make sense to me like sometimes it won't even make sense to you but if you're fl in that flow state it might make sense later or it might make sense to somebody else you know mm. what i mean yeah and what you're doing there is like you're essentially growing yourself and you're being a vessel for god's work and, and love to flow through you which is causing you to give back which is what and then allowing someone else to grow and all you're doing is growing 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 and the laws of the universe is that the universe is always growing and expanding so if you're doing that that in itself is suggesting that the world is going to work for you yeah i want to talk about how you view the human experience in reference to um do you believe that we are infinite do you believe that uh, we reincarnate do you believe like what what is your view in in that in that respect of the human experience the human experience i think you know i'm a spirit living a human experience now in this vessel in this body mm. so my spirit will come back for sure mm. um i think in a way your spirit will keep coming back until your spirit reaches the point where it's ready to go home and mm. that's what is why home? <laughs> That's a good question. <laughs> what is home, Jack? What is home? It, I don't know. I I think that I'm yet to discover an energy force yeah. that is just un you know tangible and I can't explain. I don't really yeah. know, Donatella. This is just what I've thought about and feels right for me. And I think that yeah. in, a, in a way is why some people are like the Nelson Mandela's of this world are mm. just these you know forces of pure good because mm. that's just their spirit was ready to do that in that body in that vessel mm. i think it's very honest to say like we're not meant to know that right now you know what i'm saying home feels like the 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 source of all you know what i'm saying you just feel like you never left you know what i'm saying and mm. i feel that um in this conversation of like what our experience is like like you said we have some people here that we're like oh my god gone too soon you know people who um you know leave us that we feel like is soon but sometimes it's like when you realize that they might see it might seem soon in this physical reality in, in reference to age yeah. but this spirit probably been rolling around for for a very long time you know what i'm saying like that the sense yeah. of wisdom it's already reached its time you know what i'm saying yeah i do and like one thing that springs to mind of that is the the death of you know kobe bryant and his daughter mm -hmm. and like yeah me too you know I this guy this this guy who had done so much greatness in terms of a sport but then was storytelling and you could see that he was changing and you know you mm -hmm. could see that he was 
obviously already on a special path but just going even further and so many people loved him across the world that when he passed people mourned and people in that moment would have had an experience of wow life is precious and maybe Kobe Bryant's spirit and his daughters in that sense rest in peace yeah. had such a big impact on the greater humanity from they that did. experience they, <laughs> they did. definitely like, did yeah in a, in a way it kind of brought people together because it was like wow you know this life is precious wow he's just passed like and it kind of in a weird way you know brings a sense of love and peace to it so that's a, I mean even looking at it like that is a nice way to think about it but then I'm also compassionate in the sense that like if that happened close to home for me yeah. could I look at it like that I don't know you know yeah I always think that too because it's like because it's at a distance where it's so easy to digest it that way yeah but if that happened like you said close to home I don't think initially I would think that way but I think the the process of mourning someone yeah, is exactly is for you to become okay with that with that thought and these people were examples of the things that we need to process within our own experience where it's like don't allow other people to tell you that you can't um there's really nothing that's stopping you besides yourself um mm. you can work towards whatever you want they really serve such a big purpose in our experience um so it is it is very interesting that um, when we think about just the life experience and how we get to experience these people. And that's why I think presence is so important when we talk about presence is where you can really fully ingest that person versus like when they leave, you're like, damn, I yeah. wish I would have, you know, I wish I would have spoken to that person or I wish I would have maybe watched more videos by him, listened more to his music, or I wish I would have done, I think, that that sense of presence really helps us um even just with our own lives when we think about like if that happened to me a, a family mm. member i think gratitude is something that has become so big in my life that i didn't realize mm. was something that i should do more of where it's like the people that are around you you know really care for them because it's you know even when we think about our parents like they're not going to be here forever yeah and death is definitely something that i've the more conscious i've got the more i thought about because it's kind of like and i know it's going to be extreme but it's like if i'm having an argument um or a, a dispute it, i kind of think like within maybe if it's not in the moment or later it's like well do i want to end it on that like this person life is so precious like if this person was to leave me and me leaving like that i couldn't which means that then that having that thought process and actually thinking about death and what that death is a part of you know this experience mm. that then allows you to like just even operate in more love and gratitude like you said because it's like mm. what well, i don't want to be sad i don't want to have anger towards this person like i love them why am i you know they could actually be gone like you never know you know sometimes i walk across the street and i'm like Shh. i mean there's no cars about and i'm like Shh. i could actually one day just get hit by a car yeah I know that's oh my god like, me too no I, and I hate that though i hate that that happens to me like the other day yeah. i was driving i was driving and i was like yo i could literally get into a car accident and like something happened to me and especially if you, if you if you drive you just like realize that this happens all the time and like, you're like why wouldn't why like that could happen to me why not me so it's just mm. like i have those moments especially when i'm in it when i'm in that flow and i'm just chilling like oh like i'm in my car vibing and then i know where it's like yo you could die right now so you should take life yeah yeah like it's just but, like yeah 
but then the yin and the yang of that is that then you're now doing things like this podcast that you love doing because you're now aware to the fact that your life is not in your hands and could be taken at any point mm. so why not do everything that you want to do and exactly yeah. what's that balance you know because i think some people then are like well i gotta do it all that means that i gotta go crazy yeah and i i think that it's dependent on where your consciousness is right like if you're if you're going around thinking fuck yeah i'm gonna say what i feel and then you start going like spreading hate and shit at people and that's that suggests more to me that you have got a lot of anger that needs healing mm. you know but if it's more from a case that you know question where your life's at question mm. the relationship you're in question do you have that relationship with yourself that you want do you have enough self-love in you do you are you doing the work that you love or are you focusing on the money you know and just like ask these difficult questions and pivot accordingly um and i think that if anything is more to your truth than like going around like just saying shit like for the sake of this is my truth i'm gonna say it like anyone yeah. can spread hey that's pretty easy yeah. to spread hey but can you can you in front of your four best mates sky mates spread love you know be vulnerable yeah. and say to these guys like you guys have always had my back you know i just want to say to you guys that i love you and then like men are like oh no that's moist and all that shit and it's like well <laughs> i heard that that's a term out there that you guys say like moist like moist is like someone who's moist. like like weird or like it's a bit wet cool. <laughs> yeah kind of like kind of a bit wet like i'm sure nowadays on my instagram profile my old homies or or current homies are probably like yeah jack's a bit moist sometimes but you know i'm okay with that because i know it's like the uh it's the vulnerable side of me that can also make an impact and i know that people appreciate that as well but that's just an example of the difference between you know saying something out of spite and anger because i think that if anything this conversation should make you aware that there's stuff in you that needs healing and then once you hear all that process start asking the right questions to then see what your authentic self is wanting and that's what i mean by asking the right questions and and kind of being more true to who you are rather than who society has squashed you into yeah that's a really good point because i don't think that a lot of us realize that and that's a really good way to to kind of reel people back in to themselves you know what i'm saying because a lot of times yeah. we are living in a in a way where our standards and our beliefs are not ours and we are comparing ourselves way too much and of course like we have social media now that it's like the the capital of comparison you know what i'm saying like we are constantly trying to make sure we're up on on what's cool and making sure that we're doing things that people gravitate towards so um it's a lot of work that goes into making sure you don't lose yourself in all of it because yeah you, sure you do want to make sure that you're still providing content that the masses can can understand you know what i'm saying and intention is so important and that's with anything yeah. you know what's your intention behind what you do what is your intention when you go every day to this park and you do all these screaming and all these things like what's your intention behind that like why are you doing this you know yeah. what i'm saying i think that that's another thing that people always need to make sure they focus on when they're doing anything um whether that be professional or spiritual or emotional um personal it has to be what is your intention behind these things you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. um i want to ask you 
because clearly we've said that accepting yourself can be one of the hardest things for us to do. Um, accepting ourselves entirely as we are can be very difficult and it's clearly a journey. Um, but what do you believe is the key or the foundation to actually accessing a place of self-acceptance and self-love? Make sure the voice that you're trying to accept yourself with is yours and not your parents or someone that's significant mm. around you. Mm -hmm. yeah. I think that's a good place to start and forgive yourself for the pain that others might have caused for you and the way that you've um, kind of absorbed that or, or you know felt that because sometimes you know if you really want to get into it and you start looking into spirituality and the pain is like you know the people that hurt you are the people that are probably hurting more than you in, in a weird way mm. Yes, so hurt like, people hurt people. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's one of those like such simple sayings, but once you really understand it and you feel it and you've been through the process of like, fuck, that's maybe why they hurt me because, mm. you know, they hurt them. That's yeah. The yeah, absolutely. And it's kind of like what we were mentioning of like the meaning of words. You like, you won't really know what something is until you experience it. So it's like, yeah, you might've hurt, hurt people, hurt people or love yourself first. But until you really step into that experience, will you actually realize why it, was so important why it actually why these words actually held so much weight um mm. so i definitely agree with that too i think that the voice comment was a hundred percent true because um a lot of times we realize that the choices we've made even you with your banking like you mentioned on your podcast you didn't want to let your dad down so you probably heard that voice there was like don't let your dad down and so yeah. you continue doing it despite the fact that maybe you were like eh, you know i'm not really feeling this but you stepped out of that because at some point you really decided to listen to yourself. So it is possible for our voice to finally come out of, I don't want to say garbage, but it's like all this noise that's uh, noise, above it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That it's just like, you got to just try to get right through it. Yeah. And if you're listening to this and you're already doing that, cause you're already, you know, you've lasted this long for our chat that you're already <laughs> open. You're open to the fact of thinking differently and you're open to the fact mm. that, and that in itself is very powerful and it just takes work then it just takes a discipline of sitting down and meditating and read, reading books you know mm -hmm. and all that sort of beautiful stuff amen thank you so much jack for joining me this was incredible you know what i'm saying you are a gem we are so lucky to have you thank you um, i'm happy that you are really following what your purpose is because like you told me in that um voice message you sent or like video you were like the more you do it, you help other people feel comfortable doing it for themselves. So I'm so happy that you're mirroring that in your own life. Um, you're making people feel more comfortable uh, to be themselves and to just own their truth and talk their truth. <laughs> shameless, shameless plug. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I think that's so dope. Um, so happy we connected. All right, Jack. All right, sister. I will talk to you on the flip side. Thank you so much for stopping by for some vitamins on today's episode. If you enjoyed it, please comment, subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss an episode, and share with anyone you think can benefit from a little vitamins for breakfast.